Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for April 9th, 2023. It is Easter. Please join in our call to worship. What are you looking for? The light before dawn. What are you looking for? A reason to hope. What are you looking for? Joy after grief and flowers after winter. What are you looking for? A place to belong. What are you looking for? We are looking for the Messiah. Good news. Come in. Love is alive. Surely God is in this place.
God of resurrection, we confess we don't always know what we are looking for. You meet us in the darkness before dawn, but we mistake you for the gardener. Forgive us for forgetting to seek you. Speak to us. Call us by name that we might recognize you in our midst. With hope and gratitude we pray. Amen. of resurrection and life, the shadows of Good Friday have been dispersed by the light of Easter. We rejoice in your power that turns sorrow into joy, despair into hope, defeat into victory, and evil into goodness. Set us free on this day of resurrection to burst out of the tombs that have trapped us. Let new life spring forth and bring grace to all. Through Jesus Christ, the Risen One. Amen. Our scripture is John 20, 1 through 18. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. 
So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed, for as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes." But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary, She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. Seeking. Who are you looking for? John Updike, in A Month of Sundays, tells the story of Clint Tidwell. Tidwell is the pastor of a church in a small southern town, One of the members of his congregation is the 80-year-old owner and editor of the local newspaper. The old journalist believes Tidwell to be one of the finest preachers around and wants everyone to know of Tidwell's wisdom. So he publishes a summary of Tidwell's Sunday sermon every Monday morning in the paper. Although the journalist means well, Tidwell is often amazed and embarrassed by the difference of what is reported, he said, and what he actually said. Tidwell's deepest amazement and embarrassment came not when the newspaper editor misunderstood the Sunday sermon, but to the contrary when he understood it all too sharply and clearly. It was early on the Monday morning after Easter, and Tidwell, in his bathrobe and slippers, was padding out the carport door to retrieve the newspaper. 
one the paper was lying at the end of the driveway, and as Tidwell approached, he could see that the morning headline was in second coming size type. What could it be, he wondered. Had war broken out over the weekend? Had a cure for cancer been discovered? As he drew close enough to focus on the headline, he was startled to read the words, Tidwell claims Jesus Christ rose from the dead. A red flush crept up Tidwell's neck. Yes, of course he had claimed in yesterday's sermon that Christ rose from the dead, but was that headline news? What would the neighbors think? I mean, you're supposed to say that on Easter, aren't you? That Christ rose from the dead? But that's not like saying that some person who died last week had risen from the grave, is it? Suddenly, as he looked at the headline, what had been a routine Easter sermon had Tidwell feeling rather foolish. Brothers and sisters, have we forgotten how to be surprised at Jesus? Have we forgotten how to be surprised at what we find at the empty tomb? Just whom are we looking for? Whom are you looking for? That's the question Jesus asked Mary in the garden. We know whom Mary was looking for because she answers. She's looking for dead Jesus. That's the only rational, logical answer to that question. She looked into the tomb. She saw the body was missing. She knows people don't actually come back to life once they've been crucified. So there's only one thing Mary could possibly be looking for. Dead Jesus. There is no multiple choice here. It's the only answer. But what she found wasn't what she was expecting. Mary had something stolen from her. She was expecting to find dead Jesus. She wasn't expecting Easter. Are we expecting Easter? I don't mean on our calendars because that's a given. We may not know how to figure out what day it falls on each year, but we do know it's going to happen. It happens every year. This is my 66th Easter, so I think I've got it pretty much down pat by now. I imagine you have as well. It's almost old news, isn't it? We've heard it so many times that we probably don't even really hear it anymore. We hear... Early in the morning on the first day of the week, and we start thinking about Easter dinner. I'm saying, and then she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. And you're thinking, I wonder if we're having ham and mashed potatoes. Really? Why listen? Don't we know this story? Hasn't this story been retold a million ways? TV news specials and popular books and magazine covers? Do I know the Easter story? Of course I do. I've watched Ben-Hur. I own the soundtrack to Jesus Christ Superstar. I know this story. I know what to expect on Easter. Stone rolled away. Empty tomb, strips of linen, angels in white. Isn't the pastor done talking yet? Risen Jesus, yawn, another Easter. 
The problem is, if we think we know this story, if we've experienced it more than a few times, if we don't come here looking for someone, we run the risk of thinking that tomorrow is going to be like yesterday. And we run the risk of leaving this place today the same person we were when we came in. The amazing thing is that Jesus has this pesty knack for not letting himself be pinned down and pigeonholed. If Jesus can escape from a sealed-up tomb, then Jesus can also escape from our preconceived notions of who we think he is. The question is, are we going to insist he be the Jesus we're expecting? Or are we going to open ourselves to experiencing Easter in a new way? Are we willing to look for him again this year? Do you remember chasing lightning bugs when you were a kid? It was one of my favorite summertime activities. Once it got dark, we'd go stand in the yard and wait to see that little flash of light. Then we'd run to the spot where we saw it, but it then would appear in another part of the yard, so we'd run over there and wait for the flash of light again and repeat this process until we were finally able to catch one. Keeping up with Jesus is like chasing a lightning bug. You see a flash of light at the empty tomb, so you come here today to see Jesus, but then the light flashes in a locked room full of scared disciples, or on the road to Emmaus, or on a beach where the disciples are fishing. And each time that light flashes, it's Easter all over again. That doesn't just happen once a year. That happens every day, if we are looking for it. We can be standing in a yard filled with lightning bugs and never see one of them if we're not looking. That doesn't mean their lights aren't flashing all around us. It just means we're too preoccupied to notice. I believe, if we're willing to admit it, that each one of us are here because we're looking for something. We're looking for resurrection. Something in us has died this past year. A dream, a hope for restored health, the strength to face a challenge in front of us, the desire for a restored relationship, the longing for a deeper faith. There is heartache in every pew this morning. Something in our lives has died. Have we come here today expecting those things to stay dead? Or are we expecting God to do something new? Every Easter, there's something within us that needs to be resurrected. That's not going to happen if we keep looking for Jesus, the historical figure, locked away in a 2,000-year-old story that we think we know so well. What if God has something new to say to us today? Something about rolled-away stones and empty tombs and resurrections? What if Christ really is alive today? Are you willing to chase the light of Jesus into the future God has for you? It might lead to places you don't expect. Are you willing to follow that light, to see what new life God has for you, or would you rather keep looking for the Jesus of the past? Whom are you looking for? An empty tomb? A garden encounter? A living Christ? 
If we are looking for the living Christ, we will find him. And nothing will ever be the same. God is going to do something new. Something that I thought dead is going to be resurrected. He is risen indeed. Let us pray. God of resurrection, Mary went to the garden looking for you. 2,000 years later, we follow in her footsteps. We seek after you. So continue to reveal yourself in this broken world. Wake us up to see and greet the living Christ in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. Please join in our affirmation of faith. We believe in resurrection, mysterious, beyond our understanding, and yet, like tulips after the snow, real. We believe in Easter morning, in the promise of a God who would roll back every stone to return to us. We believe in Jesus, who calls us by name and asks, Who are you looking for? So we look for justice, for mercy, for God in our midst. And as we look, we sing, Alleluia. Amen. Receive the benediction. As you leave this place, may God bless you with seeking. Seek out the hungry. Seek the weary. Seek the good in every person you pass. 
Seek out the hopeful. Seek the faithful. Seek God in each of us. As you seek and as you wonder, may you find what you are looking for. In the name of our loving God, who is always seeking us, go now in peace. Amen.